The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaben, and this is your day to recap for this week's Memorial Tournament. And joining me to break it all down, it's Greg Ducharme. Greg, how are you having a nice Friday? Yeah, absolutely. How about you, Rick? Uh, yeah, no complaints. A lot of golf on today. A lot of golf. Yeah, there's a lot. And it, it, it's going to continue on. I mean, we're we're not uh, going to make it through to the end of the U.S. Women's Open. There, there's definitely going to I mean, we don't want to infringe on anybody's happy hour or anything. So we're getting right to it. <laughs> That's right. Um, but there will be a lot of golf on after this. Lots of action to watch. It's going to be a great night. Yeah, I think we've decided the sweet spot for us coming on, uh, recording these or going live on YouTube is when the coverage ends. Whether whether the golf is over or not, when the coverage yeah. ends feels like a good time to have people say, okay, let's turn your attention over to the first cut, see what they're talking about. I like that. Yeah, I like it too. Um, it, you know, it's like a nice little post-game show. And I mean, you can't do that on Sunday. Well, mainly because coverage ends when... <laughs> what if we just, just fired ends. it up with like an hour to go? Just Wait, whatever we'll the schedule is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but every other day, I mean, look, we still... There, there's still... We have a good flavor for what's going on. This is obviously a unique week because there's still so much time left in round two um, from, from some of the, uh, the guys that went out early yesterday. So um, it's a little bit of a unique circumstance, but, uh, but Rick, I agree. I think this is the sweet spot. I need to remind you, Greg, that this Sunday, one of the world's fiercest international rivalries takes center stage as the United States and Mexico face off with the Nations League Championship trophy on the line in Denver. The young Americans, boosted by the presence of Champions League winner Christian Pulisic, are looking to win their first major trophy since 2013 against a talented Mexico side led by Herving, Chucky, Lozano. Meanwhile, Costa Rica and Honduras face off in the third place game for consolation bragging rights. Stream both matches live on Paramount Plus, and you can head to ParamountPlus.com slash Nations League to get started. I think we need cool nicknames like Greg Chucky Ducharme. I, you, you can throw <laughs> Chucky. I mean, maybe we could do a little better. Chucky, for golf, for a golfer, it's a little close to Chunky. Yeah. And we don't want to hit anything Chunky. So I'm, I'm, uh, maybe, maybe we can come up with some of our own. They'd call me Rick Chili Dip Gaiman. <laughs> Greg Double Cross Dushard. There you go. Perfect. Uh, no. All right. Let's let's give an update on where we're at right now. So uh, the 
afternoon golfers from Thursday completed the entirety of their first round and the entirety of their second round. So half the field completely done through two rounds. Then we have the morning wave from Thursday on the course right now. Most of the guys four, five, six holes through. So that that's kind of what we're dealing with. Half the field is in the clubhouse already through two, and we've got uh, probably 10 to 12 holes left for the rest of the field. Yeah, I would say um, it. Well, I'm interested to get your thoughts. I mean, do you think it was an advantage one way or the other? I, I think my preference would would probably be uh, looking at it now, playing 33 holes today, or however yeah. many holes you, you ended up playing today. Um, looking at Patrick Cantlay, I was a little surprised at the scoring with so little wind um, and and soft conditions. I. <laughs> I kind of expected him to go a little bit lower, um, but I guess Patrick Cantlay really turned it on with the three birdies in a row to end his round. He he turned it from, I was really surprised to, I'm only a little surprised, eight under seems more uh, more appropriate, I guess, but I, I still kind of had a feeling they were going to go a little lower, but you got to wait until yeah. 5.30. Like, w- once those tee times came out, Whatever my opinion was last night shifted, and and I guess I was on the fence a little last night. Today I was definitely um, in favor of the Cantleys and the Spieths and and those um, those guys that that didn't play yesterday. I would have much rather been the guy who plays thirty three holes in one day, three holes on a second day, so getting all of your holes in over two days than the morning wave, which is likely going to be play your 18 holes, wait over 24 hours, play 12 holes, and then finish six. You're going to play your two rounds over three days, and you're going to have a huge gap in the middle. And now I start to think that stinks. And and hopefully, (laughs) hopefully, if you're like a Colin Morikawa, you're going to go play early on Saturday. I I, I mean, I'm not saying hopefully uh, that is going to happen. You're going to play early Saturday to finish up the, the round, and then you're going to have to hopefully wait until the afternoon, till late Saturday afternoon to go tee off again. So that's a bizarre thing where you got to get up at four in the morning to get ready for a seven thirty tee time to go play two, three, four holes, however many it ends up being, and then you got to wait, you know, six hours until your until your tee time. It's not ideal. The man that you mentioned, Patrick Cantlay, the five under 67 in his second round, spurred by those three birdies to end his day on seven, eight, and nine, gets him currently out in front at eight under. There's a couple of guys uh, with plenty of holes to play who could chase him down, but this is the Cantlay that we were hoping to finally get to break out, Greg. He had lost strokes with the putter, I think, in six or seven consecutive events, and now through two rounds, he's gained 2.7 strokes with the flat stick. This is this is the dangerous version of Patrick Cantlay. This is the version of Patrick Cantlay that makes us think we never will see a slump out of him. This is why we think every golf course is is perfect for him because he is so well-rounded, so put together. There's no weakness in his game. I mean, he goes out and shoots 67, 67 today, and it, it feels like it was a letdown. I mean, really, it did. It, it, he he made birdie on his last three holes of the day, seven, eight, and nine. Up until that point, he was at two under, and it looked like the most disappointing. Like it, it was absolutely the highest score he could have shot. He he had some great shots into the greens. He had uh, some great opportunities, and it was almost he hit fourteen of eighteen greens. He felt like he wasn't getting anything out of it. 
And then he closes it off, of course, with the three birdies, which makes it uh, turns it into a really good round. But you still leave wondering what could have been. And that's a really good sign going forward. Yeah, what could have been also for Scotty Scheffler, who goes out, his he finishes up his round one. He shoots a 67. That's five under a little bit more difficult in his second round, but still finishes under par a 71. He makes birdie on his final hole. And Scheffler's kind of been flying under the radar, Greg. It's not that he's been playing poorly. He's got a couple of top tens recently but maybe not to the caliber that we were getting, I guess, at the end of 20, uh, I guess it was the end of 2020, kind of leading into the Masters, into the November Masters, where he was absolutely scorching hot. Uh, But Scotty Scheffler, as of this moment, just two shots back of our clubhouse leader. Yeah, right there in the mix. And um, in a way, it makes sense. Look, I I think of this place as a ball strikers. uh, This is what everybody's been saying, right? This this is a um, ball strikers paradise. And I I don't know if if you put Scotty Scheffler in that category, but what Scotty does is he hits it really high and he likes to fade it. And those are two things that Jack Nicholas likes to do. So there's a way where you could say, yeah, it makes it makes sense that Scotty Scheffler is in the mix here. he, he just isn't the traditional guy that you expect to see on top of this leaderboard. Uh, maybe maybe he is. Maybe the statistics aren't telling us um, how good of a ball striker Scotty Scheffler is at this point in his career. But you look at a Cantlay, Morikawa, Rom, Thomas, um, guys like that, those are the kind of ball strikers you expect to see up there at the top. Nice to see Scotty Scheffler hanging with those guys, T.D. Green. Jordan Spieth. Freaking first cut golly, Jordan Spieth goes out and shoots a 76, Greg, in his opening round. And you're thinking, oh boy, this is not looking good for Jordan Spieth, but he flips the script in round number two, a 67 that is five under par with five birdies and zero bogeys, his first ever bogey-free round at Mirfield Village. And Greg, this to me, I think was the most impressive performances of the day right because he 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 ejected in the morning right i mean it was very early this morning he bogeyed 11 12 13 and then he bogeyed 16 and 17 this was over he he should have been going home this weekend to turn it around in i mean what they have all 15 or 20 minutes something like that for him to turn it around and shoot a bogey free 67 was one of the more impressive things i've seen today and don't forget he only played three holes yesterday, Rick. So he made a yeah. bogey at six. So he made one, two, three, four, five, six bogeys <laughs> today before making a birdie. And he birdies eighteen, like champions do, and now he's sitting in under <laughs> like par. But this do. is exactly this is what we talked about last night, Rick. This is the risk. If if you're gonna go and and bet somebody who's only three holes in or something the, the risk is, well, if it goes, if it goes South in the morning, you're in real trouble. And, and that, that was kind of the volatility risk that you're taking where you're, you got to play 36 holes. You don't have an opportunity to go work it out at, at the range or on the putting green or, or hit a bunker shot. If you're struggling in the bunk, you don't have any of that opportunity. All you got is you, you got to keep playing and, and that can be really challenging. Um, for Jordan, I don't know if he found something with the birdie at 18, got a little spark of confidence or if it, I mean, maybe the early start this morning was just kind of a fluke and, and he was it. And that, that's kind of where I'm leaning. Like what we saw today is the real Jordan. What we saw this morning, uh, is, was, was just kind of a, a strange off day, which so he's earned the right to do. He's earned the right to that. Uh, the, the guys who are out on the course 
right now. It is the boppers uh, that I think are possibly by the time this is all said and done, which might be Saturday morning, uh, potentially your 50, your 36 hole leaders include guys like Colin Morikawa, who's currently even through six holes. He's at six under. He's two shots back. John Rahm making a move. He's three under through six. So he's two shots back. And then Justin Thomas, who I believe just made an eagle. He did on number seven. He is two under through seven. He's now three shots back. So this, the, the, the top of the leaderboard currently with Patrick Cantlay and Scotty Scheffler is certainly, it, that, that is not stuck in concrete. We, we might have some movement here. Yeah, I would agree. And this is more along the lines. See, the schedule is so strange. So I'm watching this afternoon and it's three o'clock and it's, and, and I'm thinking, man, I, I am surprised the scores aren't that low. There, it feels like somebody would have extended well past the six under mark by now. This is before Cantlay made three birdies in a row. So it, it was like nobody could get to six. I was so surprised. But then you kind of you realize that it's still the morning wave. And it's still you're only about halfway through the morning wave. And mm-hmm. there are plenty of birdies out there. So I think that's what um, what we're going to see for the rest of the day is a is a whole pile of birdies. All right, Greg. So uh, this whole Brooks Bryson saga has been going on for, I mean, I guess you want to talk about 18 months, but it has certainly heated up recently. And we, there was a little bit of a, I don't know how confirmed it was, but there was a little bit of a rumor that guys who were yelling out to Bryson at the memorial calling him Brooksy, uh, were being ex- escorted off the property. And then right before we went hot, uh, there was actually a little tip that said, hey, I think Brooks is going gonna, is gonna to respond to this uh, here shortly. And sure enough, he has. Now, you and I have not is this seen breaking this breaking news? Yes, this, this is, is, breaking this is real breaking news. Yeah, Live we, reactions. We have not seen this. Jacob has this teed up, uh, and I have not seen this video. So, Jacob, let, let's hit it, see what happens. What's up, guys? It's Brooksy. Just wanted to say, hey, thank you guys for the support. I heard a bunch of you were shouting my name at the golf tournament today. I know I'm not playing, but thank you guys for showing support. And if your time was, I don't know, say cut short at the golf tournament today, uh, DM Michelob Ultra, and we're going to be giving out 50 cases of beer to the first 50 people um, in case their time was cut short, had any trouble at the tournament. But just as a thank you for showing support. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he turned it into an ad. <laughs> he turned it into an ad. <laughs> we first of all, we are, are Arnold Palmer spiked in this family. Let me tell you that for free. Not not this Michelob Ultra, but uh okay, so this is very clearly referencing if your time has been cut short, if you have been uh kicked off the property. I mean, this is so th- this goes back to Bryson uh, originally even you never engage the trolls, Greg. You never engage the trolls. When he said it once, you knew that everybody was going to start calling him Brooksy. And sure enough, here this week in Dublin, Ohio, uh, the internet has turned into real life and they're calling him Brooksy. It's it's a hard... So you you made those t-shirts, right? Team Brooksy. Yeah. T- uh, I, is it just I, I need a new Brooks. t-shirt. I, yeah, yeah I need a new t-shirt Brooksy, now. Right? <laughs> Maybe it's Team Brooks and Team Brooksy. And Team Brooksy is for Bryson. I, I don't know. But but anyway, you have these two sides and it feels like one side can do this kind of thing and the other the other can't. Like there this is one of those rivalries that's not a rivalry. Where one Brooks Kepka does something like this. His his 
people, the team Brooks is heckling Bryson in this way. But I don't foresee Bryson fans heckling Brooks in this way. So for a while, it really seemed like, um, and and Bryson sent out that tweet, like, great to be living rent-free in your head. Mm-hmm. And, and it seemed like Bryson was bothering Brooks. But it kind of seems like that is, uh, there's been a little Mongolian reversal, as they say. <laughs> And this is this is not looking um, quite as promising for Bryson. The smile on Brooks's face when he says, "Hey guys, it's Brooksy." That yeah. is just it's great. Are you was that a different all... side of Brooks? That that was a completely different. I've side never of seen him. him so happy. I feel like yeah, he's not like that. <laughs> Look at I that. Mean, there it is. <laughs> yeah, we don't get that. That's amazing. Are now you, you take all... the yeah. Go I ahead. don't want to be a buzzkill because I love all this and I'm not a traditionalist at all. But are you at least a little bit worried that he is encouraging people to heckle golfers? Yeah. Uh, is there is there a concern about this? Yeah. And that's definitely what's going on. And um it feel I, I feel like Brooks is a, being a little bit of a bully, quite mm. frankly. I mean, look, it's all good and fun, but um I don't know. There's it <laughs> This is uh, not my favorite thing. It's a little uncomfortable. My hope is that this isn't all, you know, player player impact program related, and it's not a whole, th- you know, a whole thing just to inspire action in that or, or stir up any action in that. I mean, it creates nice content for us, but <laughs> yeah. I don't like what that means for Bryson, who didn't do. Any- I mean, he didn't do anything. Bryson, I don't know what he did. And uh, so I feel like he's just kind well, of under under attack here. And maybe I'm missing something. Well, that's we'll, what I feel. We'll certainly, I'm sure, talk more about this. This stuff is heating up. But Bryson could also not be removing people from the golf course for calling him Brooksy because now you're just asking him to do it. Now yeah. you're just asking people to call you Brooksy. Right. It's like you just so. got a new nickname. If somebody ever gives you a nickname and you say you don't like it, it just stuck. It sticks. You can't forever. do. You can't. You can't do that. But right. look. I mean, I, I don't know. You you got to be able to let some things go. So a little bit of this, Bryson has kind of asked for, um, but I still don't think it's it, it's not my favorite thing. All right. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see if there's a, a diss track coming out from Bryson at any point. So uh, John Rom just made another birdie. He's four under through seven. So what we have to do is we've got to look at the at the at the odds from William Hill, and we got to see what the heck we're going to do on another evening where golf is probably not going to be completed uh, for tonight. So first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, They've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there, and I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now, here's what you can do for for our listeners. Uh, First-time purchasers are getting 20% 
off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. And we're back. Patrick Cantlay, of course, the man at the top currently. Eight under par, Greg, as of right now, live from William Hill, plus th- 333. The man chasing John Rahm, one shot back and currently playing, also plus 333. So Rahm and Cantlay, co-favorites. Right behind, Colin Morikawa, also out on the course, 5-1. to one. Justin Thomas out on the course, 10-1. to one. Scotty Scheffler, the only other man, I guess, in this first tier who is in the clubhouse, He's eleven to one. What do you say? Well, um, having having Rom and Cantlay as co favorites right now, I, I do think there's some value for Rom here. He's only one back, um, and he's only through seven holes. And the way scoring is right now, and as gettable as the golf course is right now, and as hot as John Rom is right now, I think there's a lot of value there. Um, he also happens to be the defending champion, so there's a lot there's a lot going on there in his favor. Um, and and John Rom is having a great year. The last couple of weeks for him hasn't been um, hasn't been superb, but I've been seeing the the putting and the chipping come around a little bit. Uh, the numbers at the PGA, for instance, were a little bit better, heading in the right direction. And earlier, basically throughout this whole year, he's had a great ball striking year, but really struggled on the greens, and he hasn't made any putts. And he gets hot like this. Um, I, I think he's your he should be your favorite right now. And the fact the fact that he's co favorite, I think there's a little value there for John Rahm. <laughs> I tend to agree with you. I was just kind of scrolling down the board. Hideki Matsuyama is 33 to one and he just went, he just played six, seven and eight, five under. He went birdie, eagle, birdie. He threw a dart on eight, which is the par three. He's four under through eight. So if he can get a couple deep, maybe he can get to five or six today. He can make some noise over the course of the weekend. Because what do you think? Okay, if John Rom continues, right? And he he did he has already played the easiest stretch of seven holes, so to speak. But like, what do you think the thirty-six hole lead could be? Uh, so I, I would say probably ten under. Um, I, I don't know how it, it, it's hard to imagine it's going to get a whole lot lower than that. I, I think if John Rom played his next. You know, if he if he shot three under on the second nine, I, I don't think that would be a huge surprise. It'd be very doable. That would put him at ten. Um, mm-hmm. And he's also going to get if he has to finish on Saturday morning, he'll get the two hardest holes on the course: fresh greens, early morning. Yeah, um, seventeen. That's 18. a great point. Gee, I, I um, it, it's a great point, but that can be tough. When you got to wake up, you got to warm up, sure. you got to play two. Whereas right now, he's hot. He doesn't want this day to end. That's true. He, That's he, true. I mean, he is racing to the clubhouse, racing daylight to the clubhouse. He's got probably, what, well, it's, it's 730 now. He's got probably yeah. two, not even two hours. He's got, what, an hour and a half? I think they hour said and a half is what they're, what they're dealing with, yeah. Just before nine is sunset. Um, but conditions are good. I mean, I'd be playing fast if I were John Rahm. Yeah, these, these stars are kind of lining up here. I mean, just in the top... 10 there's our top 11 there's 11 golfers there we've got Cantlay, Rom, chef uh scotty scheffler colin morikawa ricky fowler made an appearance uh, just, 
Yeah, for sure. Justin Thomas, Xander Schauffele. I mean, there there are big boppers up here, which is why a lot of these odds. I mean, there's a huge gap from Ricky Fowler at fourteen to one to to Rafa Cabrera. Thank you. At twenty five to one, so huge gap. William Hill saying the winner is coming out of one of these guys as of right now. That's what William Hill saying. Um, where do they have Kyle Stanley on there? Let me me just keep scrolling. He played well, though. He, he, yeah, did exactly, he's, he did he's exactly what he needed to. Right. He's sitting in T12 right now. That probably falls a little bit throughout the rest of the day. He's uh, you got to figure one. Hideki's going to come past that. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm completely joking about that. I just, I mean, we had to get his name in there. Uh, yeah. So we are, we are in store for the rest of the evening, which will be golf on the men's side and of course the u.s women's open on right now and then likely a lot of these guys are gonna have to finish a couple of holes and then potentially play we but we should be back on track early saturday morning everybody back into their third round right that we should i mean this is we're not we're not far off from getting back on track yeah by um by the time tomorrow evening ends i I think you'll You'll likely get everything in by the end of the coverage window. Maybe that expands a little bit. Um, But I would say by tomorrow evening, you'll be right, right on track. All right. And then tomorrow evening after round three, the first cut pod will be back to break it all down as after Sunday's final round. But for now... Let me thank producer Jacob. He does all the hard work behind the scenes. That right there is Greg Ducharme. You can find him on Twitter at the Real GFD, and you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut, and we'll catch you next time. Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the Men's Sunday Performance Jogger And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing.